Hello everybody, Assalamualaikum, hope you're all safe, sound and healthy and I'm back now with the political and current affair news. Um, this is because, um, I don't know if anybody outside of Pakistan is aware of the fact because as we know the Pakistani government is always trying to suppress the news. But um, there has been a protest going on for three days since Tuesday. Today's Friday. It's actually, okay, officially Saturday has started because it is now 12.11 a.m. But um, basically the protest, which was actually a sit-in, began on Tuesday and it began in front of the Punjab Secretariat. Um, this, is, this was a protest that was um, initiated by the government employees, actually. These are government employees, these are civil servants and they are majorly teachers. Um, so the teachers began this protest because um, basically, as we know, whenever a government is uh, out to destroy a country, as we know, one of the first steps that they take is trying to privatize public institutions and organizations. Um, if you remember, Zardari tried his level best to privatize PIA, which resulted in a massive strike by the PIA employees. And um, the reason why he wanted to do that was obviously to, um, you know, destroy the national airlines and replace it with a private um, airlines. Mostly, basically, um, he wanted to replace um, PIA with his sister's own private airlines company. Um, and he tried to sell off PIA. As we know, he sold off the latest planes, the latest aircrafts that PIA had. And these were the latest in the world. Even India did not have those aircrafts. And he sold it for scrap money. If you ever listened to my very, very old podcasts in which I, you know, talked about this, he sold our latest aircrafts to um, Emirates uh, Airlines for scrap money. Right? And... Uh, you know, he tried to sell PIA to a company in Dubai as well. Um, but because of the protest and everything, um, he couldn't do, he couldn't privatize PIA. And so, you know, the government still has about 64%, I think, of its shares. And I think 12% is with the public. And the, the other, um, you know, 30 odd percent is with the, um, with the Dubai company that he was trying to sell it all off to. Um, forgot the name of the company, can't be bothered at this moment anyway. Uh, and then um, before that, if you remember when um, Zaul Haq came after, um, you know, ousting Bhutto uh, and with the help of the CIA, or should I say the CIA helped Zaul Haq not only to oust Bhutto, but to legally assassinate him, that is to assassinate him using the court of law. Um, so the, one of the first things that Zalhag also did was to privatize everything, including uh, national institutes. Um, it is true that Bhutto was nationalizing even private institutes, which was also deemed as unfavorable and not beneficial to the country, obviously in many respects, because a lot of businessmen lost their businesses. Um, we get that. But, um, you know, when he went one way, um, uh, towards one extreme, Zalhak went the other way. Um, that again caused a huge loss uh, to the country. 
you know, Zialhaq denationalizing everything also caused a huge loss, obviously. And then, you know, um, uh, Nawaz Sharif tried many times to privatize. Uh, Nawaz Sharif, I think, was the one who tried to privatize PTCL, which is the Pakistan telecommunications uh, company. And again, there was a massive strike by the employees of PTCL, so PTCL could not be 100% privatized. Um, so, you know, there there is this, you know, uh, ongoing, and you can see that this is their government again, as remember, this illegal government that Pakistan has right now is basically um, these two people's party members. Um, and now what they're trying to do is they're trying to privatize schools, um, as if their government schools were doing anywhere, any better, you know. Um, and we have already millions and millions of private schools. Um, I don't think we need any more private schools. What we need is to develop our, you know, to develop the standards of our government schools. That's what we need because uh, public schools are supposed to give a free education. Um, if you're going to privatize all those schools, then where are the kids going to get free education from? Um, so the the teachers came out in protest. The um, actually is if you like some precise details let's put it this way
they are not trying to um, you know, torture and beat up anyone who comes out. For example, they were not only teachers, you see. Um, today, the people who were out on, uh, you know, protesting, um, ca uh, causing the whole close down of the motorways, the motorway between Islamabad and Lahore was closed down by the people because they were out protesting um, in Lahore. There, were, there was heavy protest going on. Throughout the various cities of Punjab, there was heavy protests going on. And what was this protest about? It was Palestine. <laughs> and so they started cracking down on those protesters that, no, you're not even allowed to protest about Palestine. Why? Because if one comes out, everybody's going to come out. And if they're all going to come out, then Nawaz Sharif is, you know, how, how will he be, how will we be able to get him into the country? Um, so that is what, it's like, it's basically what the UK, the US and Israel are doing to Palestine, demonizing the Palestinians as if that didn't work. Um, then they started um, bringing in Jewish settlers and give, weaponizing them and telling them to go and uh, beat up the civilians the Palestinians kick them out of their homes, take over their homes, torture them, rape them, you know. So all those rumors that they're trying to spread about Hamas raping women and killing, that is actually what the Israelis have been doing and what their settlers have been doing. And that is all on the record. So I don't think anybody can, only a fool and here I'm talking about the Western public because they really are the biggest fools on earth. I mean, let's face it. I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry because you really are the biggest fools on the face of the earth. Um, there is no fool like a white fool. Um, there is no ignorant race on this earth like the white race. Um, you people are so stupid. You're so ignorant um, that you actually listen to, to fabricated news without verification, without confirmation. And I call my people stupid, you know, seriously. I call my people stupid, but you, you, you take the cake. I mean, how can you believe such rubbish um, when the whole world uh, is telling you and the whole world has proof of uh, videos, videos, audios, you know, on the record, on paper proof about how it is the Israelis who have been raping and killing people. They've been killing babies. They, and, and we have pictures. We have pictures of those babies killed. Even, even today, even today, go over to Palestine's archives, go over to the Global News archives, and you will see the little baby girl who was killed. She's a Palestinian. She's not Jewish. She's not Israeli. Who killed her? The Jews the Israelis, okay? So let's get our facts straight, white people. And now, back to this. Um, so basically, the, uh, the teachers, um, as I said, I'll give you a few details. We've got 230 protesters that, are, that have been arrested in Lahore alone in the crackdown, um, you know, by the police. And these 230 protesters are all government employees, mind you. These are the teachers. And not only that, when the students came out after the teachers were arrested and beaten up and female teachers were beaten up and arrested illegally, and now fake charges are being, you know, forced upon them. The, the you know, uh, the police is creating false, false charges just the way they did for the PTI uh you know workers and supporters and voters and now the judges are like so peed off i mean they're they're like you know they don't know where to bang their heads on so lahore high court said that listen um, by the way you people are going and you know by the logic um that you're bringing into my court by that logic if 
um, they are not allowed to protest. And if PTI is not allowed to protest, then nobody's allowed to protest. If you bring in the article and if you cite the article, the so-called article, um, and if you, you know, cite any law or bill or whatever, whatever logic it is that you're bringing in, it, it comes up with only one, one conclusion um, that anybody can see. And that is by that logic, nobody, as in nobody can do a public gathering, nobody can do a jalsa, nobody can do a protest, and nobody can do a sit-in, including your precious Nawaz Sharif. And, he's, and now the police are like, no, no, that, and they're like, no. The judges are like, no, no, no. The high court judge is like, no. This is how it goes. If, if one is not allowed, no one is allowed. So, and, and then the judges are in, in, in the Lahore High Court and in other courts, they're like, what the hell are you doing? You are arresting teachers. You are arresting teachers who are protesting about something that is white. They are protesting about their job. They're protesting about their leave encashment. They're protesting about privatization of schools. What the hell are you trying to do here? These are not PTI people, you know. So, and, and yes, to make it even more clear, um, you need to know that the All Government Employees Grand Alliance, right, this, it is among, it is, the, the, those 200, those more than 230 protesters that have been arrested belong to the All Government Employees Grand Alliance, the AGEGA of Punjab, right? And obviously majority of them are teachers, but they're not just teachers, you see, because these are the All Government Employees Grand Alliance. Then that means that they are other people included, other government employees included here. And so... Um, a total of 34 organizations representing um, these employees from various Punjab government departments, including health, education, and higher education, along with members of the All Pakistan Clerks Association, the APCA, were participating in this sit-in. You see? So it's not just the teachers, right? These are 34 organizations representing the various employees from Punjab's, uh, from the Punjab government, okay, from the different departments of the Punjab government. And these were all in that sit-in, in that protest. And the police, um, you know, uh, basically now have attacked the government employees. They've attacked the civil servants. So they're not attacking just civilians here now. So they uh, charged their batons of the protesters, they hit the women, and, you know, um, they were, you know, and then students came. So when students came, and these are minors, because remember, these are mainly school teachers that were out. So school children, they came out to show solidarity with their teachers. And what do you see? The police were seen torturing the students as well. So that's that, that. If that doesn't show the hidden hand of Israel, and if that doesn't show the hidden hand of U.S., I don't know what does. That shows that Pakistan is no longer a sovereign state. Um, and so you know, uh, we've got the union president, the Punjab Teacher Union president, who is also the president of the AGEGA, um, and he. Um, this is President Chaudhary Mohammad Sarfraz, and he was like, you know, the the way the teachers were severely tortured, the way the women, the female teachers, they were tortured, 
um, the way they were shifted to the lockups and fake cases were registered against them. You know, he said that was, you know, extremely regrettable. And he was demanding that the government release these employees and also take back its leave encashment notification. Um, and said that state oppression could not force them to end the protest. So he's like more than 100 uh, employees from different departments, including school education, higher education departments, APCA members and nurses were arrested in Lahore. So this is his official statement, okay? Um, so, you know, the uh, what they're trying to do here has nothing to do with PTI, but because the police are shit scared because they have orders from the US fifth columnist, the US dogs, um, you know, that nobody should be able to come out in the street, you know, uh, when Nawaz Sharif comes to Pakistan, you know, there should be silence. Yeah, but that's backfiring, you see, because when they came out and started uh, attacking the teachers, as we can see, more people came, more employees came, more government servants came, students came, they attacked them. What happened? Now Palestinian protesters came, as in pro-Palestinian protesters. And then when they attacked them, what did they do? They just increased in number and they ended up closing the motorway. They're like, okay, so be it, you know, and various places were shut down throughout Punjab because of the heavy protest um, in, you know, uh, in favor of Palestine and Palestinian rights. And obviously, because we are in a similar situation as the Palestinians, except that the Palestinians know their enemies, they have a definite, there's a definite line there, you have the invaders, who are the Israelis, and you've got the defenders who are the Palestinians. But in our case, it's very unfortunate that our own people are used you see, our own people are used in the invasion process. Our own people are used in the torture process. Our own people are used in the uh, war, okay? So it's now going to be a sort of like a civil war or more like a public mutiny, you can say, or a public rebellion or, you know, whatever you like to call it. So understand that it's not just in Lahore, throughout Punjab, um, the protests just, you know, went out of control throughout Punjab. The teachers, the government employees, the students, and now the Palestinian protesters. So they even blocked the traffic, you know, on the road. And then they, um, you know, as, I mean, it's, it's, it's been a huge protest. But have, has anybody heard about it? No, nobody's heard about it. This is how they're trying to, you know, keep mum about what actually is going on. It's the same way as how Israel, America and the UK are trying to control the narrative um, on Palestine and the gullible, ignorant, stupid white people, you know, their public, they're eating it all up. I mean, no wonder. I mean, seriously, the only way you can have such governments in your country um, is when you're gullible enough um, and stupid enough um, to be fed that narrative you know they're just feeding you whatever it is and you're just you know yum 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 eating it all up you know with no rhyme or reason you have no brains of your own no thought process you know i think you hardly have got two cells left to rub together and i mean that's the same thing about our people which i've been complaining that our people have acted like that for like but you know at least our people are now waking up um our people uh are now you know, they've, they've had enough, you know. And again, in our case, uh, it's not like our people were given 
false narratives about um, our enemies. Our people were given false narratives about our own. And this is why, I guess, you know, we just um, decided that, you know what, screw you all. You know, we're not going to listen to it anymore. We're not going to listen to this BS, you know. We have a healthy distrust of our government. Let's put it that way. Our people may have accepted all the BS that they've been put through. Our people may have been very accepting towards all the corruption, the dishonesty and everything. Our people may have been cowards, but our people were never fools. You see, that is why it angers me even more. Our people are not exactly fools. It's just that they just didn't want to do anything about it. That is what peed me off the most. But in the case of the white people, the 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 Americans and the, the Europeans and the, the Western public, the problem with them is that they actually believe whatever is fed to them. And I, I just don't get it. You know, I, I don't get, I mean, the amount of stupidity there. I mean, again, I would say I call my people stupid, but I call them even worse than stupid because they actually know that these are lies being fed to them and they're turning a blind eye, which to me is just as bad, sometimes even worse than being plain stupid that you can be fed anything. But I mean, seriously, for a civilization that pretends to be more informed, more educated, more advanced, um, I mean, this is the pits, really. Western word, this is the pits. Um, how, 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 I mean, seriously, how stupid can one be, seriously? Well, anyway, so there is this thing going on. Um, and also, um, now here's a few things about the Practice and Procedure Act, because I know I just called it the Procedure Act in my last episode, because the thing is that so many people have already, already explained this controversial and in my opinion pathetic act um you know if you go to the even the english uh, news you know the express tribune dawn anybody you know just pick up any english news or paper um online even of pakistan and they'll give you a whole detailed article explaining everything about the practice and procedural act okay all I'm going to say is that basically, as I said before, basically it was an act that was, um, it was a bill that was put forward um, and they claimed that they passed that bill. But the main controversy of that bill was that the president of Pakistan refused to sign it twice. Two times, okay, so twice it was sent to him and twice he sent it back asking them urging them to review it. So then they made a few more changes and then they declared it, um, you know, that it is, you know, enacted. But the truth is the president still hasn't signed on it. He never did. So one of that controversy had to be addressed by the Supreme Court because it directly pertains to the power of the Supreme Court Chief Justice. Um, you know, the sole power that he had to take Suomoto and stuff like that and, you know, to um to basically um translate or re or address the constitutional law in other words you know in simpler words um so you know um so these these powers were challenged through this act and obviously they were challenged because they wanted to reduce the power of the chief justice so that they could maintain 
um, their own power. This is, we're talking about the illegal government here, you know. They wanted the Nawaz Sharif, Shabazz Sharif. Nobody should be questioned. Um, nobody should uh, be able to question the politicians, their corruptions. Nobody should be able to question NAB um, and its investigations. You know, nobody should be able to question what's going on in the parliament or with the constitution. We can break the constitution. We can make the constitution. We can violate the constitution. Nobody should have the power. So in a way, this was very controversial in that aspect as well well so they wanted to you know completely reduce those powers but i think um in a way you could say that they couldn't completely reduce those powers because the power is now going to be shared um between three judges it will be a bench of three now whenever such important matters need to be taken over no big deal um but the main thing that they were hoping for is that somehow this um this one of the clauses of this act would you know help Nawashi's cases um, be you know cancelled out you know um, withdrawn or or at least allow him an appeal um, so that was not possible because the overwhelming um, you know number of votes um, number of judges you know who voted or decided against it. Um, you know, sort of put that to rest. Um, because, you know, you have um, statute of limit, uh, you have these statute of limitations, as I said before, which usually comes when it come, when it's a criminal case or it's even any other case. Embezzlement, um, money laundering also do come in into statute of limitations and all. But you cannot try to put that when it comes to the actual uh, ongoing case. You know, that cannot apply. You cannot say that, okay, you know what, let's um, remove all statutory limitations and say that, you know, all the older laws um, before the act was passed, the, uh, all the older trials, sorry, before the act, the act was passed uh, this year. Now they're saying that all the trials that started before this year should also be accommodated within this act, that the act should, you know, envelop and include them. That's not possible. First of all, that has nothing to do with statute of limitations in that respect. And second of all, you cannot backdate. You can't backdate old cases and include them in that. Again, unless, as I said, they are to do with a criminal, uh, you know, a crime, a heinous crime that is, for example, murder where you would say that, okay, because we no longer have a statute of limitations for murder, then, you know, um, all the previous murder cases in which we couldn't find the murderer, you know, will still remain um, open in the sense that anytime you find proof, anytime you find evidence, anytime you find concrete evidence leading to the murderer, then there will be no statute of limitations and he will still be arrested, even if that crime was committed 50 years ago, for example. You understand? That's how they can do it. But in this case, it just didn't make sense. But they were trying to do that, that, you know, all the cases against Sharif should be completely annihilated. You know, they should be struck down. So that they failed to do so because the Supreme Court decided against that. It voted against that. And they were like, no. Cases from 2023 onwards, from this, from the time this bill has been now accepted and enacted by the court, and you know, uh, accepted and enacted 
constitutionally. So from now on, you can maybe think about those cases. But the older cases that have been decided and the older, or the older cases that are already in trial cannot be touched. Why? Because you see, then that means that all the cases of all the politicians um, who were corrupt, um, you know, all those cases that uh, were decided against them, um, they would appeal against it. And then, you know, that they would appeal against the judgment of the judges or the justices involved. And that would, you know, create a whole massive um, legal issue, as we all know, because imagine suddenly the, the courts being overwhelmed with older cases being forced to, you know, appeal, you know, to reopen those cases. You can't do that. So not, I mean, not with such stupid cases where it's just, just so that, you know, these criminals who are politicians should go scot-free. No, that is abuse, you know, that is blatant abuse of the law. And that is what they stopped. So that's where Nawashi failed again miserably. So did the government, the illegal government, the establishment, the army, it kind of, you know, backfired on them. Even though they had their puppet, you know, the chief justice of the Supreme Court himself, their puppet. He, you know, did this whole massive display, this whole show, this whole stunt, you know, and, you know, it just backfired on him because now on, you know, on camera, live, on on TV, um, he just got smacked down by his fellow judges and he failed, you know, to deliver live on TV. <laughs> yeah, talk about public humiliation. And, you know, on the record, failure. This is something he cannot even lie about because it happened right in front of all of us on TV. So there you have it. So, yeah, I mean, um, at the moment, what is going on in Pakistan is that people are not um, holding back. Um, the more the police are attacking the people, actually, the more the people are coming out. It's been three days of ongoing protests and sit-ins. It's been three days. Um, let's see what happens. And because now, you know, more protesters have started and that is now Palestine, regarding Palestine. And now let's see what happens tomorrow and the day after tomorrow and next week. Because again, just because you haven't heard anything doesn't mean it's not happening. And please stop listening to your shitty fabricated news. Listen to the real news. And this is where you need to like, subscribe, and share people like us, you know, our material, so that more and more people are aware of what actually is going on, rather than listening to fabricated narratives, you know, the brainwashed material coming straight from, you know, some pigs are equal and some pigs are more equal. <laughs> I know it's animals, I know, but I like to say pigs, so I would say it my way, you know. Some pigs, some pigs are equal and some pigs are more equal. So do what you will with that. This is me signing out for the Hafiz.